it's hard not to start this live. <laughs> People could just see the moments before you click the live button. And how funny you look, because that's, that's what right. you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, hey, everybody. We're live. I'm Bill Birch and this bright-faced bulldog of a woman here with me. I read that. This is Morgan Birch. It's and the best nickname I have ever gotten, and I'm really yeah. excited about it. Please yeah. only call me bright-faced bulldog from now on. Anyone who sees this, please. Anyway, th so welcome to What the Friday. Um, got a lot of stuff going on, as always. Compass's quarterly report just came out this morning, which is really amazing because the quarter just ended the day before yesterday, and they've got it out um, when I opened my email this morning. So, and that, there's a lot of, a lot of meat in there to cover. Do you mind if I chat about it because I'm excited about it? I would love for you to chat about it. I am also excited about it. <laughs> Probably shouldn't be that excited because it's not great news, <laughs> but no, I always but love it's... getting timely information so I know what's going on. Yeah, it's interesting. So getting to the point, um, in Manhattan in particular, this is the Manhattan quarterly report, sales were down 36% in the third quarter, which is crazy. Yeah. And moreover, there are 45% new, more new listings um, right now than there were last year at this time. And that's a lot of spillover from the spring market that was a little bit slow to launch for some unknown reason. We'd have to ask our <laughs> president because he knows personally exactly what was happening. Um, yeah, he's, uh, yes. Yeah, uh, interesting news on him this morning, but we're not here to talk about coronavirus or no. our president. But um, lastly, kind of, we have so much stuff to cover. I'm going to kind of blast through this. Yes, we do. We got a big old agenda today. Yeah. itinerary. It was interesting to read that 48% um, of condos and 53% of co-ops have been on the market for at least 180 days. So things are lingering, and as you can imagine, due to coronavirus and people wanting more space. One bedrooms are, are what has been hurt the worst. Nobody's too anxious to buy a one bedroom or a studio in the city right now. So that's not um, the best of news. You know, college, I think, of course, I'm pontificating now, um, but mm -hmm. I do that. I, you know, a lot of internships aren't happening, a lot of college students aren't returning, and a lot of those rentals that were studios and one bedrooms and right. aren't in the lower, moving. generally lowered price point. Exactly. So if anybody wants to see, uh, Morgan's got it pulled up on the screen right now. If anybody wants a copy of this report, it's got a lot more meat in it, in it yeah. and a lot more statistics that can just, if you like just that comment. kind of stuff, it's Just really, comment below this video. Yeah. And we'll get a copy too. And like, because we love it when you like our stuff. <laughs> That's it helps right. our like, algorithm. <laughs> like and subscribe. Mm -hmm. Hit the notification button so you know when we have something new pop up. So anyway, so that's about it for the quarterly report. Um, I also have absorption rates caught up. If anybody wants to take a look at those. Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm just looking at the average price per square foot. and. Yeah, it's a great report. Comparing. So if anybody wants it, they really get into the weeds. So This and is the fact that he's just talking about how long things mm -hmm. are staying on the, on the market. Okay. Morgan's it's, fascinated by the report. I am. <laughs> Rightfully so. Okay. Okay. So here are the absorption rates. And again, we take the number of units that sold divided by the number, the total number of units that were for sale in that period. Um, we track the last 30 days running every week forward. So this is kind of a running trend. Um, you can see that everything's softening a little bit. Even the um, 
out in the suburbs about four weeks ago, five weeks ago, we were in the 99% absorption rate, which means that everything was being purchased as soon as it was listed. Um, but you can see that's trending off now. And um, other things are trending off too, Morgan. <laughs> I, I won't Morgan's explain passive. why that happened, but <laughs> but I, you'll see Probably in a minute. wanting to promote a listing of... I don't think that was my listings. No, no, no. It's the $100 million one that I'm going to talk about. Okay. So, um, but you can see that the... Tr- and it automatically swapped. Anyway, keep going. All right. When you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> now you know what it's like to work with us during the day. Um, things are just so, slowing down a little bit. So I'll wrap that up with that. I think she's tired of listening to me already. No, no, no. I just had to prepare. I'm trying to make okay. it seamless. Gotcha. That was seamless. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, but but you can let's go back to this absorption rate thing for just a minute. If you notice that top line that is that's out in the suburbs, things are still pretty hot there. But overall, things are still kind of slow. And we have an area along here that we call the Gold Coast in New Jersey, Hoboken, Jersey City, West New York, Union City, Weehawken, Guttenberg's in there, too. We don't have numbers for Guttenberg here. It's a very tiny little burg. Um, But uh, you can tell that they're all still turning off a little bit. So yeah. if you're in the suburbs, kind of a word to the wise, if you're still thinking about buying in the suburbs, um, prices are still pretty high. If you're a seller in the suburbs and you're getting kind of used to all of this bidding activity, you might take note that the absorption rate is declining. And that means that your window of opportunity to take advantage of motivated buyers is coming to an end. And um, so if, you're, if you've got offers in hand and you think you might want to wait for other ones, your deal might be different than the average because, you know, averages are nothing but a lot of unaverage things put in the same box together. True, wise, um, wise words. You might um, still be okay, but I would definitely think a lot harder about trying to get one of your great offers into contract right now because I think as um, we move forward in the next few weeks, we'll continue to see that decline. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the absorption rate. That's my part. I'd like to get that done. Knocked out of the out park. Out of the park. Nailed it. Time. Well done. Okay. Um, next, a couple of market fun facts. Just things that are happening in the market that are interesting. Uh, let's make our, make our faces bigger. <laughs> Hello. Um, <laughs> okay. So, new home sales surpassed an annual rate of 1 million sales for the first time since 2006 last month. So, which we've mentioned this multiple episodes, but number of new construction single-family homes that were purchased even before they were built this year is record-breaking and um some so some reports are are estimating that there's a shortfall as of as many as 4.5 million homes needed right now around the u.s new construction homes that people are looking for but aren't there so basically not a lack of supply compared to the demand, which is one of the only uh, types of real estate right now that has that kind of demand. Um, It's single family and multifamily, but primarily single family new development homes throughout the U.S., which is interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, the reason that I interrupted dad with with (laughs) an accidental screen share is because I had to swap what tab I was sharing. And it's fun. So I got some fun information. This home right here 
James Bond is selling his home. That's why our title is No Time to Die, because uh, of James Bond. Um, and also dark humor, but mostly James <laughs> Bond. <laughs> we have a lot of reasons we could say that. There's so many reasons, but primarily it's because James Bond, Pierce Bronson, is selling his home. Bron- Brosnan. Did they say Bronson? Like the wrestler? Mm-hmm. That's in Malibu. Yes. Malib- Malibu. Malibu, California. Yeah, so this is uh It looks it looks like it's pretty nice. It's listed at a hundred million dollars, which is a lot, obviously. So I just thought it'd be fun to see with you guys what a hundred million dollar property looks like. Check that out. Actually it looks like a lot of property. A lot of well, it's a lot yeah, it's huge. The lot size is one point one. It says 1.1 acres. See this? Mm-hmm. It's in LA. $51,382 per square foot. No. I don't think that's what nope, that means. that's not 51,382 <laughs> square feet. I don't think that's what that means. <laughs> but With you said it with such emphasis. Total, <laughs> total brain fart. So good. 51,000. I was like, hold on. Uh, no. Um, also another fun celebrity home that's being sold right now. Can you guess? Mm-mm. Wait, can you see it? No, it's still stuck on that. Hold on. Let me show you. If it was a big question mark, I'd say it's being sold by the Joker. <laughs> it's you're it's close. You're close. Come on, come on, come on. Oh man, this is supposed to be seamless and it's not. Here it is. Okay. This one. <laughs> Always interesting. I need multiple screens around me so that I can have them just pre-shared and then add them to the thing. Michael so, Jordan. You... Yes. Number 23. Yes. Enlisted by Compass. Yes. How about that? This well, so here's We'll have to go to the broker's open. This is the oh, that's fly. Cow. Yeah, that'd be so cool. This is all inside his home. This one's more fun. Because Pierce Brosnan's home, they didn't do very many interior photos. So they still have really limited photos on this one as well. But uh, pretty cool. How many New York apartments can you fit in a full-size official basketball? (laughs) (laughs) A hundred, at least. (laughs) Gee whiz. Um, okay, so I thought oh, that cool. would be fun to share. And and uh, that's it for me. The other stuff I was really researching this, this week or reading about and interested in were taxes, actually. Um, and I don't know if that's like relevant here. Well, in 20, so in 2015, New Jersey-based billionaire hedge fund manager David Tepper. Oh, I read to, that, yeah. Yeah. He moved to Florida, mm-hmm. causing a substantial hit to New Jersey's annual tax revenue. And obviously, right? Mm-hmm. And that was kind of a message to high tax states that billionaires can leave and with, when, and when the taxes are too high. Um, and then I was just looking at, well, who is paying, who's paying taxes? And s- approximately 75.5 million, which is 43.3% of tax filing American households, um, don't pay federal income tax at, at all according to the Tax Policy Center. Wow. That's a lot more than I thought. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they obviously pay like sales tax and payroll tax and property tax and mm-hmm. other taxes, but it's a high percentage. That, that's it's a good argument for changing the tax structure. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I'm also interested in, so, you know, 2018, Amazon paid $0 in federal income tax, and every, that was a huge story, and we all, everyone listened to that and was like, oh, my God, this is terrible, um, or most people said that it was terrible, and the, the other thing that I didn't realize, so I knew that, but I didn't realize they also received a $129 million um, tax rebate from the federal government, so... I'm just looking at, I was just looking like, how does, how, how do taxes, how are they structured and why? Like in, in 2018, also Delta, Chevron, Netflix, IBM, and around 60 large company corporations paid zero federal taxes or less on over $79 billion of profit. But some, I get it at the same time. It's like talking about income tax, the, the 2015 manager who um, went south well, can you do that on a national level? Go somewhere where they're not going to tax you and put your headquarters there. I think there's some people do that to, in Ireland or figure out a way to get around it. You I don't know. know. Kind of, there's a lot more to that too because the if the corporation doesn't get taxed, then it's profit for the company. The company's stock increases. You sell your stock, you pay capital gains on that, but that's a lower tax rate. Um, the tax system's just really messy. Yeah. I, and, it, yeah, it's not... And nobody right. changes okay. that. You know, every election doesn't matter what we say, doesn't matter what the politicians promise. Yeah. Um, the tax code does not get easier. They do adjust some numbers here and there, but in the end, every time you pass a new bill that is tax related, you're just complicating an already complicated tax bill, and they don't seem to do a whole lot to clean up past stuff. But yeah, maybe that's just my perspective. I'm not a tax expert. Was, uh, me either. Um, There's a hotelier. Is that what they're called? I know how it's spelled, but is that how you say mm-hmm. it? A hotelier. I think so. Mm-hmm. who said, oh, we don't pay taxes, only the little people do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, also, speaking of hotels, uh, there's a a uh, D.C.-based American. Is this getting boring? Let me know if it's getting boring. Are we good? I'm going to tell you. I, and it, I think the gaps are probably more boring than the, <laughs> than the content. Okay. So, and the, so there's a D.C.-based American Hotel and Lodging Association. Um and they warned that half of the hotel owners are in danger of mortgage foreclosure and nearly 75% will have to lay off more employees without addition, unless they get additional federal gov- government assistance. But I don't know how much assistance they need to keep them on. So, and I th- right now, more than two thirds are at less than half of their full-time pre-pandemic staff too. So, you know, hotels are unsurprisingly getting really hard hit as well. Yeah, it's just it's a rough time for a lot of people, especially if you're in a commercial space. Yeah. Or you know, restaurants, hotels, commercial landlords, retail businesses—they're all struggling. I don't know how that's all going to work out, and the market's still strong. So what do yeah, you do? Yeah, whatever that. Is. So on a personal note, how's your week been going? What? Tell me something. Tell me a low of the week. Low of the week? Easy sleep. <laughs> I know that I every week I'm sleep deprived and tired, and so that's you know not new news. But I moved, and outside my 
bedroom window is a very violent speed bump. And so I hear a lot of things. <laughs> I hear dunk, dunk, every time somebody drives by it. On one side of your apartment, expansive city views, yes. which are to die for. On Beautiful. the other side of the apartment, speed bump. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's fit. It's fit. I mean, yeah, it's good. It's, it's good. I think I slept better last night than before. I definitely woke up still, but not in a stay awake kind of way. Gotcha. Yeah. So More what about a high for the week? Tell me something insomnia. great. Um, a, a high for the week? Time blocking. That's my high. Didn't expect that. So yeah. That you're, you're getting control of your schedule, which is not easy as a real estate agent. No, it's not. Um, no, it's not. But I would say the difference this time when trying to time block, as in dedicate certain times to certain mm -hmm. activities, is not timing time blocking too many things. Like I only, I try to, I only have three hours each day that are time blocked so that the chaos of our life can happen around that. Mm -hmm. And so if I need to meet during one of those blocks, then I can move it elsewhere. But I did it better this week than I've ever done it, and it was really exciting to, you know. Cool. That's yeah. I, that's a weakness for me. That's little for sure. by little, one travels far. That's how. That's my motto this week. Little by little, one travels far. Yeah. Well, with that, okay. maybe no, we should wrap up. What hmm? about you? What's your low this week? <clears throat> my low is probably we have. Um, what do we have? Twelve, thirteen listings active right now. Uh huh. And I just my mind keeping up, remembering the details. Uh, Oh yeah, having to gloss over things <clears throat> or feeling pressured to gloss over things a little bit too quickly or respond a little quickly without having as much information as I should. Um, yeah, you know, I've made a couple of mistakes this week that I thought, oh, really? Did I really do that? I did. <laughs> I did that. Me too. <laughs> um, so Me it's too. just yeah. so that would be uh, negative. The positive is we have a boatload of stuff going on and. A little more on the horizon, I think. It'd really be nice to close some of the stuff. Did have a closing yesterday, though, so that's nice. Check one off. Yeah. Awesome. Um, great, great couple. I did have a setback on a... You're high? Just for buyers. Oh, it might be high. Um, I have a buyer that I really like who has was referred to me by her listing agent. She actually lives in Brooklyn. She's selling her place in Brooklyn and buying a place in New Jersey and... Um, she had an accepted offer and they were trying to get into contract and it fell through yesterday. And I just hate oh, that because it was that. a, they were in it for quite a while trying to work out some details. Um, and the buyer just kind of decided they didn't want to do it. And oh, what another direction. So that really sets her back and it's um, tough because you, you really start trying to plan your life around things happening and, and you just have to stay in there and keep selling. And hopefully, yeah. you know, I think her her agent in Brooklyn has an open house scheduled for her this weekend. We'll see what happens, but um, that's tough. And she's got a smaller apartment, so it's a tough market for her. And, you know, it's a great conversation about contingencies for people that, you know, when you're thinking about selling your place and you're going to look at your new place, um, but it has to be contingent on the sale of your other place. This is the kind of thing that a yes. seller is hesitant to accept an offer from a buyer that has a home that they're selling that's contingent because you never know what can happen. And in this right. case, um, we actually had put an offer in on a place quite some time ago and oh. it was contingent on the sale of this unit. And um, we instantly, or not instantly, but we very quickly got out 
bid, but we had actually, we had it accepted, but we were about to go on an attorney review. I think I mentioned it in here before and somebody jumped in on top of us and um, outperformed us, had a stronger offer. And so if that buyer had accepted or the seller had accepted our offer that was contingent, they would have been very disappointed right now to find out that a deal we had went fell through and we were going to have to go back to the well. So it's tough. It's tough. It's not a, you know, it's, I think about discount brokers and the way people, um, you know, it's easy to assume the brokerage is just unlocking a door and showing people and saying, oh, okay, I'll sell it to you. And then skippity doo dah along and everything's okay. Um, but what it's never that think, way. Never that way. What do you <laughs> think so is, complicated. Um, what's a good mindset trick for that? A good mindset trick. Just for the unpredictability of our business, yeah, but also life. I mean, I think that happens to everyone in many regards. You know, I don't know if there is a mindset trick. I do think I do think real estate agents tend to be hopeful, so they don't want to get into the weeds warning their client, their buyers and or sellers of the pitfalls that are lurking out there for them. And you just want to kind of concentrate on the positive and try to get to get to the goal um, so ah, everybody's too much happy. Hope but not enough managing expectations. Yeah, but I, th I do think that we, as agents, we would all be better served and our clients would be better served if we could just take a little time and help educate them on what they're doing. But that's, you and I are talking about doing that online yeah. with um, a buyer series and a seller series that's a little bit um, deeper so that we can talk yeah. about a lot of different things over a period of time, not all in, not in one long thing like this, but. This is um, my mindset, trick. But it needs to win or learn. That's right. <laughs> I do. That I cannot smart. lose. I win or I learn. That's I right. Never That's lose. I get frustrated because I don't always feel like I learn. It's like you go back and it's like, ah, I've been here before. I have made this mistake before. <laughs> and it just makes you want to hang yourself from a tree. But. <laughs> so dark, man. But there's no so time dark. to die. No, no time to die. To, it is no time to, to die. <laughs> whether it's about Halloween, whether it's about getting COVID-19, or whether it's about screwing things up and then just wishing you weren't here. <laughs> Did I really That's do that? really optimistic and happy today. <laughs> it's feeling great. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Good. Good. Yeah, and I slept bright well, too. and sunny. I'm glad. I didn't, I didn't have any problems sleeping. Um. Yeah, we have really strong suicide humor in our family, and that's probably not good, honestly. Oh, probably not. Uh, in other news, I tore my pants because I was laughing so hard earlier today because of Dad. I didn't think I was that funny, but obviously. I Because if I laugh really hard, sometimes I do poses. It and I get really excited and then I like do lunges and poses and stuff. And I did that and my pants tore. <laughs> it was quite the outburst. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> gotcha. No, I see you. I see you. Pun intended. Very much so. All right. <sighs> All right. Well, so thanks for joining us today, you guys. Yeah, it's great to, um, great to have everybody here. Great. You know, again, like, subscribe. Hit the notification buttons. It does really help a lot. And um, comments. Let us know what you like to hear about. What what thing was interesting from today? If you watched at all, um, <laughs> if what? You didn't fall asleep. 
Yes, if you didn't fall asleep like we, like I should soon, <laughs> like I hope I do tonight. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, shake and bake. Thanks for joining shake us. Shake and bake. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody.